Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Oh, I forgot to speak. <laughs> Sorry. Can I introduce it? Yeah, okay. Uh, welcome back to the Mother-Daughter Manual. I'm Liv. I'm Phyllis. The mother the daughter we've talked about this before what is the point of you saying you're the daughter well because you just said you were the mother yes that's because I sound so young and I wanted to differentiate who told you you sound so young well just loads of people the engineer from BT told me I sounded young oh for god's sake he did honestly he did no way yeah he did and Thames well I think people can actually work out who's older who knows well anyway So, this week was my turn to do a quote, and I have slaved, slaved, Mum, over okay. finding a quote. All right. okay. Hours of research All has right. gone into this. Well, just stop telling me, just tell me it. Okay, so the quote is, like mother, like daughter. That's it? That's it. Oh, yes. It's a bit simple, Simon, but it'll do. It's a very good quote. Yeah, okay, well, should we... Um... Well, what do you think? What do you think? Do you use it ever? Well, not really, no. Oh. Well, you know, people say like like father, like son. I know, but I'm not sure. Like you're mother, like, like daughter. I don't think you're like me. Oh no, I don't think we are very like. No, no, I don't think no, we we're are completely alike. different. N- no, we. That's are. why I think it's really interesting. But why did you choose that quote then? Well, because it's a quote that people very frequently use. Like I know, mother, but like we daughter. don't use it in our membranes. So why do you use it? Membranes. Well, you know, we don't use it in our day to day life because we know we're very different. So why would you come up with that just to say well, that we're not alike? Because other people say it to me. They always go, "Oh, you're so like your mum," but that you're not. Well, that's what I say, and then they say, no, you are. But that's a sort of cliche, isn't it? It's a sort of and assumption. And I'm just going there str- screaming, going, no, I'm not. Oh, that's not Nothing nice. like her. That's not very nice. <laughs> well, I would just like to say um, it's very interesting having a daughter who, um, who, you know, you, you always assume when you give birth, I know I did anyway, that you were going to be absolutely like me. And I just... What do they say? I, like two peas in a pod? Well, yeah, but it's but it's it's so ridiculous that that you would be like me. That's the whole point. Is that you're creating an individual, and that's the and that's what I've got my um, my rocks off from as a parent. Not not in a sexual so, way, but just like no, of course not. Um, that's but gross. Just, uh, but just the, the fact that the delight and the relief to know that you aren't clumsy. Yeah, the I delight and to, relief to I know that you're... I get annoyed by clumsiness. Obs- really, really. And I'm observant um, about characterizations and watching people, but you notice situations where I'm clueless. Mm. So I'm very grateful. But unfortunately, Luke has got some of my... Um, my son has got some of my um, flaws in that area. You know, the clumsiness and the... Um, you know, we know we're going to break something before we've broken it. 
So there's a lot of that. And also we're very spatially unaware and we get lost and things like you that. You really I mean, lost. No, but well, how I don't, have, Luke, I don't that, have a good sense well, of direction. How late was Luke to, sense um, of direction of a fly. Well, how late was Luke to the lunch party the other day? Well, like three hours or three something. Three hours, that's yeah. why we went in the wrong direction. That's You're right. good at directions, though. No, I've had to train myself. I was absolutely uh, hopeless in the old days. But you see, you are very, very good at directions. No, I'm not. I'm at, I, I would, you, like, you when I, So I remember... This is one of the moments I realised I really didn't have a clue where I was going when I started to drive. I was driving my friend home and she was like, oh, take this road here, just take a left. So I went and took a left, dropped her off. And then she said, I said, oh, how am I, how, what way am I going when I leave? And she goes, oh, the way you came. So obviously when I went out, I took a left. Yeah, but you, you, but that's talk, the wrong you way. talk too much when you're driving. No, I don't. That's your problem. That's, no, this isn't about me talking. This is about you me just going the wrong way. I took, you listen to music and you don't, you, you didn't even listen. You didn't listen to that whole story. Of course I did, but no, I, I didn't. You just talk too much in general. No, but I don't talk when I drive. You do actually. No, I don't. Very you talk little. A lot. I, I try and concentrate on the road because I know I'm going to go in the wrong direction if I don't really, really concentrate. Okay, hard. Well, so next time we're in the car, let's not speak at all. Yeah, good. Okay. That'd be a relief for yeah, me it'd sometimes. Be a relief for me too. Yeah, great. Yeah. Right. But I think there are things that we are similar okay, in. Okay, well, give me something because all my list, I was a bit worried. Okay. Everything's so different. We're I, both I just... very loud. Yeah, we're both loud. Yeah. Um, the differences are that I'm 30 years older than you, as surprising as that is. No, um, are you? Yes, I am. Oh my God, I thought we were sisters. Well, that's what people think when they hear yeah, my voice. Do they? Yes, they do. Is it? Do so, they do that when we go to restaurants as well? Uh, well, not as much because they can physically see me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that uh, there is something about someone who's had 30 years' experience in life. They've oh, here we through, go. You're going to shove it down my throat. No, no, they've gone through, a phrase I hear all the time. They've gone through all 30 years of experience, which I'm you know, you'd have to be experienced. You'd have you. to be a fool if you didn't learn from that. So I'm there not, are, you know, there are differences. And is it because I'm more mature than, than than you are? Well, of course you're more mature if you've had 30 years more in this. Well, life, but of course actually, I in points, you're not as mature. You're more childish than me. Okay, you tell me how I'm childish. You're so childish like when you do something bad and you're like naughty and rude like I'll just look at you and be like no I'm not even going to reply to that and then you start laughing because you know (laughs) you've taken the piss (laughs) you know you've been an ass Hmm. oh my god one example of that Uh which you have Vermin, vermently, is that the word? Oh my god, Ver- vehemently. V- vehemently. What has happened to you? I don't know. I've just lost my brain. Yeah. No, I don't. To be honest, I didn't even know to begin with. No, you but, didn't. Right. So one example of this is when you were really bad. And you still deny this. Is what? when I went away for a couple of months and I came home and. Well, my condoms were gone. Oh, don't be ridiculous. No. I mean, where would they have gone? I have no idea. Luke wasn't living here. Well, I suppose no Luke was... came in and stole no, them. No, no. I wouldn't dream you of taking... absolutely. <laughs> and I still... Yeah, exactly, you're laughing. No, no but I... Because definitely <laughs> is you. How dare you bring that up no. on the airways? A hundred percent, it's you. Because no one else knows where I they are. I suspect you've just had too much sex, Livy. No, I, no, I haven't. You just don't remember using it's them. It's coming from you, throwing no, it back around rubbish, to me. Rubbish, absolute rubbish. No, I am so convinced. And to this day, I know it was I'm you. I'm an upright and one day, person. One upright, right, okay. No, you're sneaky. You're sneaky <laughs> as shit sometimes. <laughs> and I know it was you. And I'm going to one day find out. Oh, are you? How? Yeah, I am. Like mother, like daughter. Mother, like daughter. Yeah, your pen's there. Can you say sorry, please? Sorry. Thank you. Right. As our activity this week, we're going to have a quiz. In the theme of the quote. About how well we know each other. Okay, so we're going to do... Actually, it's a bit nerve-wracking, We're going to do... Um, I really don't want to come across one, as a crap one, mother. One, one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, Shall I ask you the first question? Hang on, let me just find my questions. Sorry. Who wants to go first? Oh, let's play rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Okay. Oh, that's pathetic. Three, two, one. And then that's whoever goes All first. Right, okay. okay. Three, two, one. 
Oh, okay. So you're going first. Go oh, first, you can yeah. choose. Do you want to go first or last? Um, Do you want to go first or uh, last? No, I'm going to ask you the first question. Right, okay. Let's go. Go. One. What was my favourite colour growing up, which was sewed onto my jumpers and school uniform? Oh, well, I wasn't around. No, but you should know about it. Come on. Ten. Nine. Blue. No. Wrong. Oh, what's the answer? Um, Violet. Violet? Well, like purple, sort of like... I was going to say purple. Well, you didn't, though, did you? All right, okay, your question. ready? Drum roll, please. <laughs> what is my favourite colour? <laughs> I just did the same uh, question. Well, as a little girl, it was pink, but I think it's changed now. I think it's red. No, it's orange. So that's <laughs> nil point nil for both point. of us. Okay, number two. Okay. What happened when I was a little girl that was extremely dangerous... Uh, and my mother and dad were furious with me, and particularly furious with me. This is so unfair. This is, this is a Sunday lunch when everyone's no, drunk this and is talks so about what unfair. happens. I don't Mom, know. These are all questions from when you were You said kids. you knew everything about me, Libs. No, but this is all childhood stuff. How am I meant to know any uh, of this well, stuff? Well, it's an apocryphal story. It's talked about a lot by brothers and sisters. I have never heard this right, story. Okay. All right. Okay, well, I don't know. Um... Didn't you drink loads of brandy under the table no, or something? No, no, I didn't, know. Okay, um, did you... You're making it up. ...set fire to... Well, because I have absolutely Okay, no I'll tell you, when I was a little girl, I was about seven, in Yorkshire, my brothers climbed up onto the roof and they took me up with them. And my mother walked God. round the corner and she just went berserk. She well, obviously, was calling us all in dangerous. for lunch. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, okay, so question number two for me. So that's 2-1. Well, no. It's 2-1 at the moment. Well, it's not 2-1 at all. It's, it's nil-nil, because yeah, okay. you didn't get mine either. All right, okay. okay. Question two for me. Who is my favourite Disney character? Beauty. Yes, she was. You watched her when you were She's four. She's a Disney princess. She's not a Disney character. Oh, uh, Aladdin. Um, uh, uh, la, 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 what? La. <laughs> What's oh, that? no. I... I oh what is it? She's oh no. Um, she's dressed in purple. I can see her what? now Who? in Aladdin. The girlfriend. The that's um, another Disney princess, Jasmine. Right. This is a character, like the kind of you know the one of the characters in Disney. Uh, I don't know. I don't look disappointed oh, in me. I am disappointed. I don't know who. Well, I like Mushu in um. Well, I've never heard of Mulan. Mushu. Never heard is of it Mushu? Mushu. Okay. 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 Um, so that's again nil point. Okay. Three, what career, apart from the army, did my father, your grandfather, have and what was his speciality, apart from the army? Sorry, are you asking questions about your dad? Yeah. Right, my third or question. Or B, B could be, what is... No, you're completely going away, you're stemming away from the, the structures right, of the quiz. go on then, All right, okay. My question, how many GCSEs did I get A's in? Um, oh my God, this is so bad. Uh, I think you got five. Six. No. You got six A's. Five, no. five A's. You got five A's. No. Um, you got four A's. No. Three. Yeah, I think I got three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried, and you always said to me, look, if there's anything over a pass, you've done well. <laughs> so, I, well, I said that, yeah. It's yeah, very so nice. I've always loved I the, always la the lack of pressure. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay, fourth question. You've got to give me a fourth question. Uh, well, I haven't really thought it up yet. You come first with your fourth, and I'll right, try okay. and think something up. Question number four. What food do I hate the most? Uh, yeah, I think... I'm uh, just not sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I You know nothing about me. you hate... Um, you do not like 
Oh. Well, please get this right. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of things you're fussy about. So it's no, very that's hard. not true. I eat everything. Are you saying meat? No. What food do I hate the most? Um, lamb. You don't like a roast lamb. No, you it's do not, not what want... I hate the most. Yes, but you do not like no, it. No, but I'll eat. I'll eat it. Yeah, but you don't like. Yeah, but it's not it. what I hate the most. So that's wrong. L- again, wrong. So that's so, okay. What is your one that you hate? Rice pudding. Makes me but sweaty. But I never used to make rice pudding, so how would I have known that? Because I hate it. Okay, no, who... About, right. Okay, I've got Give one. Give me a relevant one. Okay, it's relevant. Who damaged me on the lacrosse pitch? Who damaged no, my nose? No, school. I can't do school ones. But but they, you must know, because I've got a hook Just on give, my nose. Give me a simple one. Who is my favourite pop artist? Um, That one that does all the cool things. Who? I mean, come on. That's not good David. enough. David... David, what? No, what's his name? Oh, God, I studied him in art. What's his name? The one that did Marilyn Monroe and the Prince. No, I don't know what you're talking about. The print the print artist. Lost, Livy, lost. Oh, well, who is it? Well, it was Elton John. Oh, you mean pop music? I, I said you meant, pop music. You said a pop artist. No, I didn't. Like I said in, a, well, like pop, 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 pop art. art. No. Pop, pop artist. <laughs> well, if you'd have said musician, I would have done. I would have been able to do that easily. Well, that's a cheat. No, but you said pop artist, so I thought, like, an artist... Well, I think we're little poor. <laughs> well, that was wildly unsuccessful. And elucidating to um, know how much we know yes. about each other. So, so. it's slightly humbling. Um, <laughs> perhaps we should try it again next week. If anyone wants to try that at home, we actually would be really interested to know, as long as you stick to the realms of the questions where it's just about each other and small things, not ancient historical yeah, yeah, things absolutely. like you came up with. Right. Um, I think it would be lovely to hear what you guys come up with so if you want to email info at snippernixon.com that's info at snippernixon.com um it'd be nice to hear those stories and also we might actually ring some of you guys and have a little chat because that was fun yeah it would be fun and that was honestly horrific i've never done a quiz so badly If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So this is the part of the program where, um, where we interview, um, well, we chat with a special guest and we're incredibly lucky to have my good mate, friend, Children say I can't say meat. Apparently, it makes me sound like you're mutton dressed up as lamb. Um, I've Pippa never Haywood. Said dressed up as Pippa lamb. Haywood. Yes, Thank Pippa you. Haywood. Who? Do you want to say what she's up to at the moment? Uh, no. Why don't you? Uh, okay, I will. Um, she has just filmed a feature film called Supernova with Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci, wow. which is insane. Yeah, I know. And then I think she's done Feel Good, hasn't she, on Channel Four, which yeah, is just uh, finished. May Martin's um, show, which is brilliant. So. Very talented Pippa Haywood, also from Green Wing fame. She's, um, yeah. That's one of the things I remember the most, actually. And I work from... with Pippa on Mapalichia and uh, yeah. Brief Encounters. Not about you, though, is no, it? No, I didn't say that, but it's, yeah. you know, we've it's known each other for years, but it was so lovely to work with her. Yeah. Yeah, I got that All one right. in anyway, that plug. <laughs> hi, Pippa, how are you? Hi, hi. Hey, Lou. Pippa, hi. hi. Hello. Oh, lovely to hear you. Both. Oh, lovely to see you too. You we're too. all right. How's lockdown treating you both? It's all right. We're, we're getting on today, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're being positive today. So our subject today is a really deep and profound quote, mm-hmm. yes. um, which yes. I found. Okay. The quote is just, like mother, like daughter. Yeah. And I know you have two girls. Um, yes. And we were going to discuss with you that, what, that, that quote, like what do you think in your head like mother like daughter yeah. well I'd like to think that I've modelled them entirely in my own image of course <laughs> being a bit of a control freak I think they wouldn't dare say they weren't like me I've got my mum's body thank goodness uh, but my dad's side of the family head so so my features are not like my mum's at all but expressions I just know I know they're so they're so incredibly similar yeah. and when I did um, you know it, when we did brief encounters together so, yes you, yeah. know, you know you know when I opened, that was a TV program that we um, Oh, your character was fascinating. That was set in the 80s, and my mum died in 1983. So obviously the last few years of the fashions and, and what she dressed as and, and everything were, 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 were very much, you know, close to the era of the program. And so I was sent this knowing it was going to be a script that started in the 80s, and um, I opened the first page of the script, and the first line was September the 2nd, 1982. That was my mum's last birthday. Oh, my gosh. So that was quite a sort of chill that ran through my spine. Yeah. And then um, I didn't when know I that. fantastic character, I, I was, it was, the mo- it was the most heart-stopping moment. And it, for once, it was an offer rather than you had to go and jump yes. through 13 yeah, weeks to get the job. Then I found that where my character home was, was in up in Sheffield. The, the location they'd chosen was back-to-back with where my dad had grown up. No, and you didn't tell me this, I know it was all the most extraordinary sort of resonances for, for sort of growing up and parents' lives sort of coming into land inside yourself somehow. And then I went to the costume fitting. And as I say, I'm much more like my dad's side of the family than my mum's. But I 
have my hair done for the part and put those dirndl skirts on and the, the shoes from that time with that height of heel oh my goodness there were my mum's legs there was my mum looking <sighs> back in the mirror at me so it was the most incredible sort of really poignant moment of just, <laughs> just yeah. little hello mum yeah um, well I, w- I wanted to ask just a quick question do you mm. do, do you feel that you um that your mother was glamorous or, oh, or more gosh, glamorous she was than you. glamorous. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, she was on the front cover of the Daily Telegraph when they changed the uniforms of the air hostesses. In those days, that was oh my God. news. Um, did you, and um, I, I don't answer if you don't want to, but did your mum ever see you on the stage? Did she see you at drama school? Did she see you embarking into the world? Um, very sadly, my mum died when I was well. I was I was about I I, I just had my twenty second birthday, young. Mm. so I was at theatre school when she died. Oh, so she never yeah, saw me transition from theatre school mm. to um, to actually being on 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 the stage or, or in any programmes at all. Mm. But of course, she saw me on stage at school and. Although both my parents turned completely white when I told them that I was going on from university to, to study drama and, and wanted to train to act, you know, it wasn't wasn't their first choice because before my mum was a, an air student, she was a scientist and my dad was a scientist oh, and really? they didn't know anything about this world I seemed to sort of be attracted to and it just seemed a terribly bad idea for ever earning a living, which was completely correct. Um, <laughs> but she would have loved it. She would have loved yeah. to have been engaged oh, in it and to have seen what had happened and she loved to laugh I met this sort of like mother like daughter that when I when I catch myself when I catch my mum in me it's when I suddenly catch myself laughing and I can hear her laugh oh, in oh, my that's lovely. And, and I remember the last time I came to visit you Fliss mm. I had a similar moment when I was going into town with Liv the next morning do you remember Liv we had yeah a, we had a coffee we were on both the train. going into town we had a coffee and we were walking down the platform and you just got your coffee and you Fling, flung back your head and roared with laughter and I thought oh my god that's bliss <laughs> I thought what a wonderful thing that yes. joins us with yes. our mothers the, yeah. this mother and daughter sound of our laughs and um, and I remember when I was a little girl um, that I used to improvise <laughs> such a sad child I used to sit on my own with my toy phone and I used to pick it up and then go I just waited for a while and then went because <laughs> 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 that's obviously what my mum what I thought my mum did on the phone she just picked up this receiver and then laughed, and, laughed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I caught Molly doing exactly the same thing years later no. when I met Molly and she was playing with, with a, a little friend um, that I'd gone to see the parents and, and we were in the other room and I suddenly thought that's a very sort of false laugh what she did she's doing the same thing doing exactly the same thing completely ignoring the other child I have a question for both of you actually Yeah. Um, relating to sort of acting and stuff when do you think your mothers noticed that you were both performers because that phone call, that image is so funny the the phone call thing when I was little and I I remember her coming to see me being um, a flame um, (laughs) when I was when I was about seven uh, first year of primary school and I was in my vest and pants and I had to be a flickering flame coming to life on on the floor oh, of, the, of the hall so and and 
I just remember I'm feeling feeling like I was sort of flickering myself into life you know when you just connect mm. with doing something that you love so much and then I was Jairus's daughter in Lord of the Dance and I never <laughs> myself on stage you know really appalling showing off just I know <laughs> far, far too much free expression dancing and also every Christmas because um, I did a ballet until I was about 11 so uh, when I was about sort of seven eight my my brother's three and a half years older than me and every Christmas I would put on Swan Lake and he would have to do the lifts for me as oh I my danced God. around the living room <laughs> the and my brother is not he's not sort of drawn to um, exhibitionism in the same yeah. way that I am so he would just stand there looking incredibly bored and really embarrassed <laughs> and then try and struggle to lift me up where we'd agreed I was going to sort of leap into his arms and it all ended very badly very Always often does those, those um, leaps of faith, I think, don't they? so I think she knew that I was definitely wanting to perform but she but, but you know going to a girls school you do get to play an awful lot of male roles as well did you ever have that flit so were you um, Wait, did you, did I, you I, get the yeah, I remember being at a school and they did a production of Pride and Prejudice and I had to play Mr Wickham <laughs> and they, that was quite naughty so I was given a role where I had one line and I decided on that one line, I think I was about 13, on that one line to wink at the audience as I said the line. <laughs> And anyway, Miss Ruddick, it was a school that's been knocked down now, and um, she said, she said, if you do that again, you will be kicked off the production. Well, there are only three nights of the production, so I just thought, well, I'll just do it again. Then I just, I, I, I lose the third night. Anyway, they just gave up, and every night I brought the house down, and I thought, well, I'm quite, I quite like doing this. This is quite fun. But I mean, and your but, mum saw that. Did she see that? Um, I think she saw it, but I think she was a bit, a bit embarrassed because I mean, I, I used to embarrass her, not deliberately, but like when she used to turn up, you know, for sports day. And um, we did the three-legged race, and I just couldn't be bothered. And I said to the other girls, we were running down the pitch, should we just walk off? It's not much point, really. You know, it's pathetic, you know, <laughs> you know doing a three-legged race. I mean, what is the point of this? And so we walked off. The girls said, I agree. And we just walked off the pitch. And I walked around to my mother, my beloved Aussie mum, and I said, oh, hi, mum. She said, I'm not, I'm not even looking at you. I'm not speaking to you. I'm not doing anything with you. You know, I am so ashamed. So I think I was, I don't really think, apparently, my sister-in-law told me the other day, Caroline, that um, they were sort of pulling their hair out because they didn't really know what I was going to do with my life but they didn't really get me I don't think it's not their fault I think mum knew I could dance and she knew I was creative but um, I think it was I was a bit baffling to them and because um, you know it was a military my mother was well, a military you also had five siblings so yeah know, but it's nobody's fault but my dad said later on I'm so so sorry that we didn't we didn't get it. And I said, oh, I wouldn't worry. I don't yes. think I got it either, really, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dad said similar to me. He just always knew that he didn't really, he didn't really ever understand anything I was in. He just thought I looked nice in the house of Elliot, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could do a bit more of that sort of work. You know, Joanna Claw and Greenwing, not really his concept. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what my oh, father, yeah, my father used to say. But he I tell just you... wanted me to wear nice dresses and yeah. look nice and, of course and they did. rather poised and elegant. I wanted to know if you saw that in Liv when Liv was growing up. Did you mm. did you spot the chip off the old block of wanting to did you sort of re-experience your love of 
acting and making people laugh and seeing Liv when she was growing up. Well, the kids used to, every Sunday lunch, they sound obnoxious. It sounds like the sort of the um, <laughs> Von Trapp family. I, I remember, you know, Alan and I would be like drinking a beautiful, you know, Provence rosé and thinking, oh, now the kids are going off to play. How wonderful. And then they'd appear and Livy had bound Luke up and because they were six years apart. Well, pants on his head. In, you know, with pants on his I think he had pants on his head. <laughs> nylon pants on his head. He could hardly breathe. And then she'd bound him up in another tight and his body. And I don't know how Olivia had done it because Olivia used to disappear into the dressing up box because I'd had a I'd gone round all the local charity shops and built up a sort of uh, dressing up box for them. I still and we thought, oh that. God, we're not going to be let alone by these children. They're going to come and wreck it for us. So they'd, they'd put on, they'd rehearsed and put on a show for an hour. But it was hours, wasn't it? Like I think we'd hours. do like an entire album. Yeah. And I used to cry if they if I used to cry like a little brat when you three songs in you were like okay that's lovely I think I need to go now and I had another like 10 songs prepared 10 songs really yeah, yeah. and uh, we do entire musical numbers did you have to record numbers. all of it because I, I spent so many hours with my arms absolutely giving out time just <laughs> recording Molly being Madonna or whatever great choice absolutely great choice and Luke used to do um, like 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 war uh, videos with his with his cousins and they went on forever <laughs> You know, yeah. they were like throwing stones and like and lots yeah. of explosions. And yeah. it's like, isn't this great, yeah, Mum? Game Boy child. I, yeah. I actually. I this is so funny talking about this because I actually remember the one that you hated the most, and I was probably the most upset because it was my favourite thing for years. Was I did an entire version of River Dance, but obviously I couldn't oh, do any God. Irish dancing. That was so a bad memory for Alan and I. Was, the did whole you thing have was just me. Shoes to go with it no, I had nothing. She had nothing. I had absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. It was I long. Just, I just pranced around yeah. pretending I was Irish <laughs> dancing for and then I, I actually went to I remember going to that someone's like kind of anniversary party was it Richards and I insisted on performing in front of everyone the river dance dance yeah and then they said oh because dad's Scottish have I was I trained and then I got real self-eat like inflation and I thought oh god obviously I'm amazing at this and I remember saying to you I think I should go to, to Irish dance school I don't remember that, Lily. No. I think I blanked it out of my memory, to be honest. <laughs> but I've got a question for you, Pippa. I would yeah. like to ask you if you ever have, like, fantasy conversations or think about what you might talk to your mother about now or over the years, have you ever thought of of that? I just... I would... would love her to have been around for those conversations about the kids as the kids are growing mm. up and just saying did you did you have this with me it's just thinking and also just say to say thank you for goodness sakes to say thank you Pippa what yeah. do you think you ha- if now would you have in common with your mother as a woman now that you're a woman and she died when she was a, a woman in her 50s do, yeah. do, do you think you'd have things in common with each other or did you did you have well, time to know well I think we had a, a very strong connection with my mum was feeling that balance between work life and family life and I know that she trod that tightrope because um well of course in the 50s um you're not allowed to be no. you weren't allowed to be a married stewardess so she had to give up work isn't it extraordinary I mean it's just so preposterous but, but preposterous. she had to give up work when she married my dad and then she had the two of us and she adored having us as young children but once we started to be regularly at school she wanted to do something else so she trained to be a games teacher and then she ran the um, voluntary social services in the area so she was very busy Um, but I think she was always she was always there for us as well she chose jobs and she she organised her time so she was very much there but um, it sounds like you are quite like your mum really Oh yeah, I think I am. 
I think mm. I am. I, f- I feel her sort of inside me, and I do hear her voice inside me a lot. I mm. mean, I, I, um, yeah, she's got a really strong, a good, good, strong presence inside me. I'm, I'm very comfortable and happy that she's in there with me. You know, it's not mm. like a. I just really feel, you know, for those friends who have had a really distant or difficult relationship with their mums, and that they carry that on. Well, Pippa, thank you so much for chatting to us. And Oh, it's been a delight. It really has. Bye. 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 Wow. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Well, she's so classy, isn't she? Anyway. Oh, well, should we go? Yeah, let's go. Let's say goodbye. The Mother Daughter Manual was painfully hosted and created by Felicity Montague and Olivia Nixon, produced by Luke Nixon, original music by George Montague, and this was a Snipper Nixon production. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.